Hi, welcome back to the As You Are podcast. I can't believe it, but we are starting our Advent season, which means that we are four weeks away from Christmas. So we're going to spend the next four weeks really diving into the reason for the Christmas season. And today we're kicking it off with the theme of hope. Welcome back, you guys. And we are super excited to be starting our Advent series. The next four weeks, we're going to lean into the themes of the Advent season, which are leading up to the birth of Jesus. And I just want to really quickly read a little note about the first Sunday of Advent and the first candle. The first candle on the Advent wreath represents hope. The first Sunday of Advent not only leads us to anticipate the birth of Christ, but celebrate the beginning of a new season as well. It's purple, the primary color of Advent, and the color symbolizing royalty. Sometimes called the prophecy candle, the first candle harkens us back to Isaiah's foretelling of the birth of Christ and all the promises God gave in the Old Testament that would be fulfilled by the birth of Jesus. It's so exciting. It's been fun preparing for this and just um, getting ourselves ready for Christmas. It's it's the best time of year. It really is. Like it's Gosh, really, it really the best is. time of year. We decorated for Christmas last night, and Aww. yeah, it just makes the house feel warmer. And I don't know. I love it. This year, I decorated on November first <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> I know you did. And yeah, I, I don't think I'll do that again next year. I love having the cheer, but there's something about like either mid-November or right after Thanksgiving that feels yeah, like the right time. I get that. So yeah, last year um, was the first year that I had like a personal Advent practice. I grew up in a Presbyterian church, and so I don't know that all denominations focus on Advent during the Christmas season, but we definitely did. And every Sunday, we would have the Advent candles at the front, and we would light a new one and talk about what each candle of Advent meant. So for those of you guys who don't know or didn't do this with us last year, Advent is its basically the four Sundays that are leading up to Christmas. We focus on different elements of the story, and the four different Advent candles are Hope is the first week. Peace is the second week, joy is the third week, and love is the final week. So, um, yeah, those sound very vague in general right now, but as we get to each week, we'll dive into exactly what they mean and why we're focusing on that word for the week. But so growing up, I would think about Advent at church, and that felt like part of my Sunday morning thing, but... We actually want to invite y'all to kind of celebrate Advent in your own personal walk with Christ this year as well. Um, I think that it's really easy to enter into the Christmas season and get stressed out by things you need to wrap up for school or focus on family plans and stuff like that, whether that is really, really exciting for you or maybe a little stressful for you. And it's also easy to get wrapped up in like the consumerism of Black Friday and Cyber Monday and getting presents for everyone. But we want to invite you to slow down and take this time with us on Sundays, but also throughout your week and your quiet time to really lean into the point of Christmas, which is 
the hope that we have in Jesus. And so today we're going to kick off our Advent study with the first candle, hope, and tell you specifically why we're looking at hope this week. Yeah, I think so. Advent comes from the word Adventus, which means coming. And so when we're thinking about the Advent season and just looking to Christmas, really we're celebrating that Jesus is coming to earth, that he came and was a baby and was wrapped in cloth and laid in a manger and then grew up and was crucified. He came to us so that we could come to him. And that's what we get to celebrate this Advent season. And um, I think especially as we're thinking about the word hope and what that means, I think sometimes hope can get a bad rep in our current society. We think of hope almost as a grown-up version of wishing, but really hope requires resilience. And um, maybe you're walking into this Advent season and you're feeling overwhelmed or stressed or like life has just been a lot recently. And our prayer for you is that you would be able to cling to the hope that comes with Advent and the fact that it's not just um, wishing for the next season or not just wishing for something. No, hope is looking to Jesus and saying, I trust you and I believe that what you've said is true. And so we're, yeah, we're just really excited to to dive in a little bit. We're going to read each week part of the Christmas story. And w- one thing that's unique that we're doing um, for this current Advent study is we're going to read part of the Christmas story and then we're also going to read how that is fulfilling a prophecy. So the whole Bible points to Jesus and it's really amazing. And like we see that so clearly in the Christmas story. In the Old Testament, we see prophets who God is like is giving these prophecies to and he's telling them they're going to be redeemed there's going to be a savior somebody's coming to save you because the israelites in the old testament are really oppressed and so they're they're waiting for somebody they're waiting for this messiah for a savior um, for a king and then there's 400 years between the book of malachi and the book of matthew so the book of malachi is the last book of the um, Old Testament. Of the Old Testament. That's really crazy to think about is there's 400 years of waiting, 400 years of silence. Yep. They're like, what the heck? <laughs> When's he coming? And then he right. comes in the form of a baby. And it's not what they expected. It's not. It's interesting because it's not what they expected, but he fulfills the prophecies. Like it's exactly what they're told is going to happen. It's just not what they thought. I know. It's wild. There were all of these ways that they would know to look for the Messiah and know how to identify the Messiah when he got here. And so that's kind of what these prophecies represent and what they are. And so one of the prophecies that we want to focus on today is Isaiah 7, 14. Will you read that, Anna? Yeah. Isaiah 7, 14. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. So that is Isaiah seven fourteen. That's in the Old Testament. And then we're going to zoom ahead to the part of the Christmas story that we're going to read today, which is Luke 1. And we're going to start at verse 26. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth 
to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the reason why they mentioned the house of David there is because there was another prophecy that mentioned that the Messiah would be from the line of David. So picking up right after that, and the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I'm a virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, therefore the child to be born. He will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. So I just want to point out that that's also cool because there is another prophecy that talks about Jesus being preceded by somebody who would pave the way for him. And that prophecy is in Isaiah. It's Mm -hmm. Isaiah 43 through 4. There's lots of prophecies that are being fulfilled left and right. And the cool thing is that this first week of Advent is the candle of hope, but it's also called the candle of prophecy because the hope that we have in Jesus is so full and so important and present with us because God promised that these things would be and they were. And the hope that we have in Jesus and the way that he fulfilled these prophecies and the way that he came to bring light to the world. And the thing I like to think about is tear the veil to the mm-hmm. Holy of Holies yeah. when he was crucified. The the veil that stood between where the people could be in the temple and where God and his spirit resided in the temple, that barrier was torn so that we could have access to God, representing that we have access to God. And so that hope that we have in Jesus is what we celebrate this week, specifically the way that God weaved the story together. These prophecies from the Old Testament, when read just on their own, I think can feel a little bit like, what in the world is he saying? I don't know if any of y'all have spent much time reading the Old Testament, but oftentimes if I ever read the Old Testament, it can feel really overwhelming and daunting and a little bit like, what is going on? Who are all these people? What are they talking about? And so our hope is that at least for the next four weeks, we can take some of the mystery and the prophecies from the Old Testament and show you how they're being fulfilled. Um, like Isaiah seven fourteen. therefore the Lord said, he will give you a sign, a virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they'll call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. Like Mary is a virgin. The angel comes and tells her, hey, you're going to have a, you're going to have a son And then we know that Jesus is Emmanuel. He is God with us. He is God who put on human form and was born just like all of us were born. Like he 
he went through the whole human experience. He understands what it's like to be human. And that's just so beautiful. We believe that God came to us because he loves us and didn't want to be separated from us any longer. This time of year, when the message from the world is think about anything except for Jesus. Like it's Mm -hmm. think about what you need or what you want or make your list or plan these parties. And a lot of times we're extra busy this time of year, but most of us do kind of set aside at least a day, if not a couple days. And we take out some of our regular decorations and put them in a box and we bring our Christmas decorations in from the garage or wherever and we put up our Christmas decorations and we make room for that Mm -hmm. in our house this time of year. And so we're just inviting you to do something really similar with your heart, to move some other stuff out of the way and make room in your heart for the story of Jesus and what it truly means for you and for all of us that he did come to bring us the message of hope that we are not alone. We're not left in darkness, that he came to be light for the world. That is the hope of Christmas. And so if you're feeling overwhelmed with what you haven't bought yet or family time or whatever it is, I just want to remind you that the foundation for your life and for this season and for our faith is Jesus and that he wants to be here with you in this season. Yeah, it's so true. So good. Um, Anna, would you like to pray and wrap us up? I would love to. Jesus, thank you so much um, for Advent and for the fact that you came to us because you love us and you care about us. God, I just pray that in the midst of the busy hustle and bustle and excitement of the Christmas season, we would make room and make space to pause and to remember why we celebrate. Um, God, would you keep our eyes and our hearts focused on you in the midst of this season? And would we be reminded now more than ever of the hope that we have in you? We say we love you and we trust you. Amen. You guys, we'd love to invite you to do a study that we've started doing. Um, We started doing this last year, and I think, Anna, you actually might have done her Advent study before, but we like to follow along with the Hannah Brencher Advent study, and she actually sends a free devotional every day to your email, or you can do what I did, and I sent this to Anna yesterday, but it's like a a booklet, like a PDF booklet that you can download to your phone and you can have a devotional for every day. And honestly, I would really, really encourage you to do that. I know that we're going to be doing that and I think it'll really deepen your experience this season. So, yeah. And they're not too long. Like it's very manageable and easy. I know sometimes hearing, oh, a daily reading can sound like a lot, but one, we should all be making time daily to be reading scripture. So just know like this really is, it's manageable and it's really good. It has good scripture and she has some really good reflections on the scriptures that you'll read. And she's spent a lot of time putting together really, really intentional pieces for each day of Advent. And so I think that you'll get the most out of it. 
Like you can be here with us on a Sunday and we would absolutely love it or whatever day you listen to our podcast. But I think you'll get a ton out of, yeah, the small daily readings. And if it is something that interests you to learn more about this story or learn more about your faith, then this is definitely a really, really good way to do it. And it's something that I don't know about you, Anna, but for me, like, I kept thinking about Advent and the Christmas story all throughout the year. And even when we studied the book of John or when we looked at the Beatitudes, different things sort of like wove their way back into those as well, which is what is so cool about building this as your foundation. Mm -hmm. So we love y'all. We encourage you to dive in deeper and um, yeah, just really focus your perspective at the end of this year. I can't believe it's almost the end of the year. I really can't. I know. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, that's all we have for you. See ya. Bye. Bye.